I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Looks like Apple wants to be our bank. So on Monday, Apple launched a high-end savings account, signaling its entry into the competition for bank deposits. The account offers an annual percentage yield or APY of 4.15%, which is a competitive rate in the market. With this move, Apple is expanding its financial services. According to Apple, these savings accounts can be set up with no minimum deposit or balance requirement. and users can conveniently open an account directly from the wallet app on their iPhones plus apple has joined forces with goldman sachs to bring forth its vision of transforming the iphone into one stop digital wallet but for a company that's popular for making high end gadgets can apple take on banking for one it is offering an attractive savings account with a relatively high apy which is way better than what most us banks offer Even the high yield savings accounts from popular banks like Ally Bank and Goldman Sachs Marcus have lower rates at 3.75% and 3.9% respectively. Plus with its solid reputation, Apple's savings account can be a big hit with customers. In fact, a Hindu Business Line report says that Apple had a hold over a staggering 800 billion dollar worth of payment volumes in 2022. and it's projected that this amount will soar to a 3.2 trillion dollars by 2030 with a compounded annual growth rate of 19% from 2022 the report also states that apple pay has achieved a milestone of processing 1 billion transactions every month besides that thanks to its massive customer base of the entire ecosystem which includes the iphone and apple watch apple has a leg up in the fintech industry Multiple tailwinds are driving Apple's momentum including digital wallets the prevalence of QR codes and instant payments and regulatory efforts to break up the Visa and Mastercard duopoly Apple's foray into financial services dates back to 8 years ago when it introduced Apple Pay and since then Apple has been working on developing a revenue model centered around its fintech products For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I am Manaswini and this is a deep dive for 19th April 2023. Have you listened to the latest Drake and the Weeknd's new song called Heart on My Sleeve? It blew up on every music streaming platform and social media except they did not record this song at all it's ai a person who goes by the name ghostwriter 977 generated the song using ai sure it doesn't have the best audio quality you can even say that it's a bit gravelly but it's really hard to distinguish between the real drake and ai drake I mean this song has over 250,000 Spotify streams and 10 million views on TikTok as of 17th April. If you haven't heard Heart on My Sleeve yet, you might find it difficult to trace the song online now because Universal Music Group with whom Drake and other top musicians have contractual agreements issued a takedown order. 
Although neither artists have commented on it yet, Drake has previously expressed his displeasure over an AI clone fan-made video where he appears to be covering the I Spice track Munch Feeling You. But you must have noticed that lately deep fakes and AI generated music are popping up everywhere. For instance, earlier in February, renowned DJ David Guetta replicated Eminem's voice using AI during a performance. He didn't release the track commercially, but it did stir up online debates. You will also find a cover of Ariana Grande singing Rihanna's song Diamond and Kanye singing Hey De Dilala. And honestly, if you ask me, they don't sound bad. But the question is not about the quality of the music at all. It's about AI possibly changing the music industry. As an article on The Wired puts it, and I directly quote, AI tools democratize music making. But there's potential for a flood of AI-generated content to be unleashed onto streaming platforms, competing with real people and their compositions for the attention of your ears, end quote. And the thing is, right now, there's also easy access for anybody who's looking to upload their music online. It was a lot harder in the days of cassettes and CDs though. In fact, now it's probably much easier for amateur artists to get their music on Spotify or YouTube or SoundCloud than bigger artists and labels. But while AI may democratize music and art for that matter, the problem is that it's not creating new content, but plagiarizing or imitating what already exists, especially because the models are trained on copyrighted materials. So where does it leave our star musicians and artists? Ben Thompson, who operates the business and tech analysis newsletter Stratikary, predicts that in all of this, top artists could actually emerge as the big winners. Because look, hypothetically, if Drake had to license his voice, he could earn money every time somebody uses his voice. Same goes for other A-lister musicians. So will the music industry steer in that direction? We don't know. But right now, music labels are trying to push back against AI-generated music. According to Financial Times, UMG has asked Spotify and Apple to block AI tools from scraping lyrics and melodies from its artists' copyrighted songs. And yet, the thing is, when it comes to AI content and copyright infringement laws, some areas are still a little bit hazy. In the US, for instance, the Copyright Act protects quote-unquote works of authorship, meaning the work has to be produced by a human. But then how much human input would AI-generated content need to make it worthy of said copyright? That could be open to interpretation. Now, these kind of questions are already coming up in lawsuits. For instance, recently, a comic book named Zarya of the Dawn, which has images generated by AI, lost the copyright protection for the images themselves, but retained the protection for the text and arrangement of images. So now, we can only take a wild guess as to how chaotic the future will be with AI content. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shawbri and me, Manaswini. Edited by Roshni Nair. 
mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are the Signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.